From COK Studios in Eric Westervelt's Winnebago, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider A Higher Loyalty, the new book by former FBI director James Comey. We'll also consider a report from the Coachella Music Festival in our music series, Consider the Sound. And we'll consider that this podcast may cause drowsiness. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the Old Town Playhouse, now showing Hamilton, a new musical about actor and TV host George Hamilton. For free tickets, visit our box office. And the Reboot Foundation, helping to stamp out any new ideas for shows and movies and instead bring back old shows from your childhood. Visit morenostalgia.org to see the latest episode of Roseanne or Will and Grace. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. Until President Trump and his hawkish foreign policy team began bombing Syria last week, the big news story was the release of former FBI Director James Comey's book, A Higher Loyalty, which paints a picture of a chief executive only concerned about his own image in the press instead of the safety of the nation. The book was released today, but COK obtained an advanced copy last week. In it, Comey reflects on the circumstances surrounding his dismissal by President Trump, reveals further insights into his fraught conversations with the president, and examines his own controversial decisions. Comey is in the midst of a media blitz to support the book, and that is sparking a heated response from Trump and the Republicans who want to discredit Comey. On Friday, White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders called Comey a disgraced partisan hack, and the president called him a proven liar and leaker. Joining us now in our studio is former FBI Director James Comey. We appreciate you making the time for us. No problem. I was able to squeeze you in between Morning Edition and Live with Michael and Kelly. We're going to be making fancy grilled cheese sandwiches with Bobby Flay. Ooh, sounds fun. In your book, you call the president unethical, and untethered to truth and institutional values. Do you still feel that way? Are you kidding? I can't even look at him or hear him speak without cringing. His leadership is completely transactional, ego-driven, and about personal loyalty. He's like a mob boss, but a really inept one that has to rely on his subordinates to do any of the real work. Okay, you say that the main reason he fired you was because you refused to bend to the president's demand for absolute loyalty. Yes. I firmly believe that a public servant's allegiance should not be to one man, but instead to the belief in democratic ideals and to the Constitution. If I had any inkling that the president had ever read even a portion of the Constitution or had any clue about how our government functions, I might have tried to stay in my post as FBI director a little longer. I think that President Trump is dangerously close to illegal actions, and there are people around him in his own party that are turning a blind eye to his behavior. So you're saying that the Republicans are driven by partisan goals and acting dishonorably? Yep. Fair enough. Now, I was surprised that the second half of the book is a choose-your-own-adventure. Yes, I always loved those books as a kid, and I wanted to bring an element of scenario-based information to my readers. I think it helps people who might not be aware of all the ins and outs of politics and government work understand it better. Plus, you get to pick your own path. Would you mind reading an excerpt? Oh, not at all. 
you are invited to dinner with President Trump, and you think that it will be you and perhaps some other member of his senior team and cabinet, perhaps Jeff Sessions or Rents Priebus, when you arrive at the White House and are taken into the private dining room, it is clear that just you and the president will be having dinner. Being alone with the president can be dangerous for the head of the FBI, as law enforcement needs to operate outside of political ideologies. Do you stay and eat? and leave as soon as you can in a polite way, or do you leave immediately? Let's stay and eat. Okay. Before the meal of chicken nuggets and burnt steak swimming in ketchup is even served, the president asks you for your loyalty in all matters. It makes you feel uncomfortable. Do you call for the Secret Service? Do you wait to see if the president is only kidding? Do you leave immediately? Do you change the subject and try to forget what he said? Oh, change the subject. Okay. You ask the president about his most recent golf game, but he quickly pivots back to you demanding your loyalty. Do you say that you can't do that and only promise your honesty as an impartial head of the FBI? Do you storm out? Do you bring up Hillary's emails in an attempt to redirect the conversation again? Oh, Hillary's emails. All right. The president is undeterred and any discussion of Hillary's emails is quickly dismissed and he again demands your loyalty like a mob boss. He's very insistent. Yes, he was. Like a fat, bloated, sunburned terrier with a bone. I have to say that I really enjoyed the choose-your-own-adventure part of the book and being able to role-play as you. Thank you. I also found it interesting that every single choice in the book ultimately leads to the president being impeached and going to jail for obstruction of justice. Exactly. I wanted to make the choose-your-own-adventure part of the book as realistic as possible. I see. Very good. James Comey, thank you for the time today. You're welcome. That was former FBI Director James Comey. You can catch him this week on CNN with Anderson Cooper, on ABC's The View, The Dr. Oz Show, and as a guest judge on Dancing with the Stars. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to our music series, Consider the Sound. COK has sent two very special guests to cover the 2018 Coachella Music Festival, a two-weekend event in Indio, California. Reporting from the festival are stylist of the stars Peter Grigio and indie music reporter Willow Walden. Hi, Connor. So how was the first weekend, you guys? It was completely out of control. In addition to the usual 20-somethings doing Molly and Shrooms in a field, there were a bunch of amazing performances. Beyonce was the headliner this past weekend, and she showed everyone why she is the music world's brightest star. Oh my god! Uh, Beyonce was everything. I literally had to have this cute girl in a crochet top keep pinching me throughout the concert because I kept thinking that I was dreaming. Oh, me too, Peter. I heard she was really good. Um, pizza is good, Connor. A nice rosé on a hot day is really good. Beyonce was absolutely transcendent. It was like looking into the face of God and having him say to you, you are his greatest creation. I took a morning after pill right after the concert. Why? You're a man. There is no way that performance didn't make me pregnant, Connor. Fair enough. Who else has been performing? 
Cardi B, David Byrne, Ephraim, Phaser Days, Elenium, Just Pudge, Caspo, Kigo, Louis the Child, Rez, Russ, San Holo, The Weeknd, and Troy Boy. Just to name a few. Wow. I know it sounds like I just made up 90% of those names, but I didn't. Those are actually music acts playing at Coachella. I was going to say, uh, now who did you two see that you liked besides Beyonce? Um, Casbah was pretty good, and um, oh, Just Pudge had his moments. I was really impressed with Phaser Days. And I think Troy Boy was good. I, t- to be honest, Connor, we haven't really seen that many bands. It's impossible to see the stage over all the big floppy wide brim hats the girls are wearing. And it's hard to hear the music over all the people Snapchatting the concerts. So what was the fashion at Coachella like, Peter? If I see one more floral print sundress on a small-breasted girl with no bra and giant round sunglasses, I'm going to lose it. It's like all those people just went to a store called Festival Uniform and got the prerequisite clothes. So a lot of the same look, huh? Yes, I get it. High-waisted acid-washed jeans and jean shorts are a thing. And to all the guys at the festival, Ryan Gosling called and he wants his fancy bomber jacket from Drive Back. I'm glad people are having fun, but I just can't handle all the white kids who want to be circa 1920 gypsies. The role of Stevie Nicks has been filled. This is the most basic place that I have been. And I went to dinner at Gwyneth Paltrow's last week. Uh, We might be too old for this crowd. Sounds like it. Well, thanks for trying, you guys. Can we please come home now? I need to wash the scent of patchouli and vape mist out of my clothes. Yes, you can come home. That was Willow Walden and Peter Grigio, live from Coachella. Now it's time for this week's installment of our Big Little Wins, because it's important to celebrate all the wins we can. Congrats to Doris Schumer in New York, who used the absolutely perfect-sized Tupperware for her chicken and rice casserole leftovers. Usually, Doris wildly over or underestimates the space she needs to save her leftovers. But not this week. Just like your Tupperware selection, this Big Little Win is just perfect. Our other Big Little Win is from Ben Remick in Eugene, Oregon, who got to be the one to tell every one of his friends that Academy Award-winning director Milos Forman passed away on Saturday. It's weird that getting to break the news about the death of the director of Amadeus to your friends made you feel so good. But that doesn't matter. Well done, Ben, on a slightly morbid Big Little Win. Rest in peace, Milos Forman. If you or someone you know has a win they'd like to share, please let us know on Twitter or Facebook or MySpace. Or live journal. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit considerourknowledge.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us for breaking news on Twitter at ConsiderOurKnow. The COK team includes Emily Clausen, Natalie Thorpe, Marianne Wetzel, Hobart Willis, Jeremiah Knight, and Spencer Cannon. Our intern is Ryan Shattuck. If you want to download the podcast, you can do it at iTunes and at Stitcher.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. Beyonce was everything. Oh, I don't like that.
<laughs> it sounded like you were coming. Yeah, it did. Peter just came. Can I Peter? have your mic cover, please? <laughs> Peter needs a change of shorts. <laughs>